This is Tara Wilhelmy, your Tuesday morning host of the 8 O'Clock Buzz. We love bringing you this eclectic blend of community, culture, and so much more. In return, we ask for some support through donations to the station. It's easy. Go to wartfm.org slash donate. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening in. You're listening to WRT 89.9 Madison. Listener sponsored community radio. The People's Station. No justice! No peace! No justice! No justice! No justice! No peace! Oh, I say you've been misled. You've been had. You've been took. Man, listen, this is 2023, and we swing in chairs. I am not my ancestors, B. Good morning, Madison. Okay. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Mad Town. It's the Tuesday Turn Up Crew. That's what we had said a month yeah. or two ago. Oh, two Turned Up Tuesday. Two Turned Up Tuesday. Let me get it, it together. It right. Two okay. Turned Up Tuesday. Well, it's the Tuesday 8 o'clock buzz. And I've got the crew in the house. We've got a visitor I can't wait to share with y'all. Yeah, impressive yeah, man, yeah. impressive man across the table from me. All right, so y'all know it's Tia. Big Tia the plug, the a.k.a. Plug. Tara, because that's where we started. But Yeah. But y'all, y'all gonna get it. Y'all gonna get it. Yeah. Talk Who else we got in the room? You get Antoine Magnil. Magnil. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back in space, brother. It I haven't is, seen you over video forever. I've I've been going through some things, yeah. and I'm glad to physically be back in the I presence. Mean, you know. I'm glad to. You be You know back how you leave the house of the Lord, and I was away from the oh. house of the Lord. Okay. Take your time, Amen. Brother. But Take my spirit had always been here. Amen. For sure that. For sure. Amen. I got a napkin. <laughs> Y'all got to see the effect. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it came with the magic handkerchief. <laughs> for real this morning. And my face greasy, so I'm for real. <laughs> <laughs> and who, who else? Who's sitting next to me? I'm in the building. I am more in the building. What's happening, y'all? Okay. Good morning. Or, good, morning or good morning. Good morning. And I'm pretty sure Lolo Latour will be joining us yep, shortly. I just talked to her. She said she was on her way. Good morning, gorgeous. Okay, beautiful. Just, and then we've got <laughs> a guest, the fabulous interim <laughs> executive director. Is that uh, right? Uh, yes. How long? So interim. And how long? Artistic. Have you artistic um, director. So the, my main title is artistic director. Okay. Get it together. For the Madison Ballet. For the Madison Ballet. Mr. Jamalik. <sighs> yeah. Say it again. I like bon, 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 I, I love Jamalik. Jamalik. I love it. Welcome to the oh, space. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Good to see you. I appreciate being here. All right. So this is a new person for me to meet. I love meeting new fabulous people. Uh-huh. When I shared a link of who we were welcoming into the space, uh, Lolo, who's a New York native, was like, oh, he's big in New York. Y'all snap. <laughs> and so I... Anybody who's listened or talked to me in the last year knows that like Brooklyn and New York is my new home away from home. Uh, I'm loving so it there. So I'm catching thinks. the vibe. They're haters. They okay. haven't been. They, okay. they haven't been with me. That's why they're. <laughs> Anybody who's taken the trip is like, yeah, girl, because we like it there. It's it, a nice it's vibe. Good. I love it. I miss it. Yeah, that you know that was what's coming. Was in. Like, yes, are, are you right? a New York? Are you a New York native? Yes. Ah, born in Harlem. Okay. Harlem. Ah, you got a closet full of fresh clothes. You uh, from Harlem, baby. I do. I do. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> what's up, B? <laughs> Didn't have it growing up, but I have it now. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. So. Yeah. Okay, well, share a little bit about us, because I won't do it justice. Uh, about me? Yes, oh, about Lord. you. Who wants to Start hear about Start at the beginning. Me? Start at the beginning. Oh, my goodness. Back in 18... 18- <laughs> no, um, <laughs> 
Yeah, so I am from New York. I grew up um, enamored with ballet of all things. Since I was four years old, I saw Michael Jackson's Thriller and was like, I want to be in the Thriller video. And then I never really thought about like, how did them Negroes get up there? I didn't ever think about that. I was just like, that's some cool stuff that's happening up there. And I just kind of liked it. And I started doing i learned the dance like that like instantly and i started performing it like every day like in my front yard and the playground and my neighbors were literally like please take that child somewhere else to learn something else because we are tired of thriller we are sick of that so my mom took me to an african dance class and i i tried that out and um it wasn't my thing because it was too um at that time i think it was too restrictive um it was very like this is what the men do. This is what the women do. And the women were going off. They were gang, get a gang, get a gang, get a gang, get a gang. And the men were just like, huh, huh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what gender got to do with them over here killing and y'all over here just grunting? So I was like, I don't like this. Oh, we could ask that question in a lot of fields, right, sir. Right, right. Oh. So <laughs> I'm coming early for them. Yeah, okay. so um, making a long story even shorter, um, I got into ballet because my neighbor went uh, who was my best friend at the time her name was Erica and her parents took her to ballet and I just tagged along one day and I just kind of was like oh I'm, I'm digging this first off it was that I came from a crazy background you know my parents on drugs and I got six brothers and sisters running around acting crazy and I was very like quiet and like kind of all like internal and so when I walked into the ballet room what I loved about it it was like silent and it was discipline and it was like you have to pay attention you cannot talk you have to do this you have to do that and because I had so much chaos in my life I just loved the discipline of it so I kind of thrived on it and then um, when I was 13 I still didn't think it was a profession I just enjoyed doing it but when I was 13 I saw I had moved to Cleveland um, to live with my grandparents and I saw a dancer at the Cleveland Ballet named Ramon Thielen who looked like my twin and I saw him perform as the lead in the Nutcracker, and I was like, "Oh snap, there how, it is!" How old were you at this time? Thirteen. Okay. And I saw the representation, and I was like, "I'm in." You was can, locked in from that moment. I can moment. do it. I can make a career out of this. Okay. So I just kind of started and have not looked back since, and this has been thirty plus years in the making. <laughs> so if you were thirteen, like, I, I get it. You started, but what? What did you start? Like what? What schools or what? What was it? path that you took yeah I, I trained primarily at the Joffrey Ballet School with okay. um, a amazing teacher who's no longer with us named David Howard that is really who I credit like all of my what they call technique to and school me if I'm wrong Joffrey mm-hmm. is a big deal well, right? that's yeah. a small very, thing. very yeah. big deal right yeah so does the, it's been around I think they just celebrate their 70th or wow. something like the anniversary they're in Chicago based now but okay. the company and the school were in New York at the time and then few years after that, the company relocated to Chicago, but they're still around. The school is still in New York. Um, they have the Joffrey Academy in Chicago, but that's that's my that's my base. That's where I, I started. And then I did summer intensives. Um, so that's where you just go away for the summer and learn some different things and experience different people. So I did Dance Theater of Harlem with Arthur Mitchell yeah. and uh, went to Alvin Ailey um, yeah. School and studied with many amazing teachers there and got to perform with the company and Memoria and Revelations and uh, a ballet called Caravan. This is all before okay. I graduated. So, you know, I was just like, I was experiencing a lot. I got to dance with Lewis Johnson, who 
was the choreographer for The Wiz, the movie. Okay. Uh, when I was like 16 years old, had no idea really, you know, who is this giant I'm dancing for. I was just like, you want me to dance? I was like, all right, I'm down. So, <laughs> you know, I've, I've had some, some quite amazing experiences that I need to like write down one day and put into a book, but I ain't ready yet. You absolutely <laughs> should. You absolutely should. Yeah. The memoirs, okay. Yeah, especially because, you know, like like I said, I come I come from a, what's what's under middle class? Poor. Poe. Poe. <laughs> <laughs> I come. So there's poverty and there's a little bit of something. There's, there's a little mix in there. I might have been $3 above poverty. Yeah, so. see, that makes Two letters, Poe. Right. Two letters. You know, like I said, I'm one of one of seven. And I want to add a perspective. You know, you you started out with you started in Harlem, and so I think people in the Midwest, Wisconsin, need to recognize that Poe here looks different, Mm -hmm. right? Here we're poor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. We got an R. Yeah. Because poor looks like central air and affordable housing, right? Grass. (laughs) Right. And so I think that we like even even the transition from folks. To, from Illinois to, mm. to Wisconsin, there's a recognition of what there's a difference, yeah. right? And so to add to that, that you're one of seven coming from uh, a much higher level, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it costs a lot more to live uh, yeah. comfortably yeah. in the area. Even we're even about. at that even time, then, mm-hmm. even at that time, it was still expensive. And you know, everybody thinks of New York as the art mecca of the world and the place for creation, and it is, but mm. it is, it's still not accessible to people that are poor or to people that are, you know, um, not able to spend $200 to go to the Met Opera or $300 to go to the, you know, the ballet and the things there. It's a lot of stuff there, but it's still like, inaccessible yeah, to many inaccessible people. So, so how did your, how did your post self get it? The opportunity to do these Thank things. goodness for schools. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was schools, you know, at that time arts and education was still a thing like the government was giving mm. decent funding to it, which they're like, Word. you know, getting less and less of. But they gave us opportunities to go see Dance Theater of Harlem, to go see Alvin Ailey, to go see American Ballet mm-hmm. Theater. And then like I said, when I moved to Cleveland of all places. Um, my aunt worked for Cleveland Clinic and she got tickets, just randomly free tickets to go see the ballet there. So that's how I ended up seeing this guy on stage that looked like me. Things just kind of fell in place. It just kind of fell in place. That's yeah. that path and that purpose though. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back to, um, you said uh, the exposure, right? Mm-hmm. You saw one person who looked like you mm-hmm. and it became a reality for you. And then this huge, beautiful, amazing journey began. Yeah. Let's talk about that because what I saw in uh, little, the little bit I was able to read about you, I, I saw that you've also done work curating other mm-hmm. artists, right, mm-hmm. at an international level, mm-hmm. um, with a focus on African American, Black, right, yeah, artists. And so let's talk about uh, what the reality was at thirteen for other people in this field, especially in the role that you talk about, because you also talked about the gender, right? Because mm-hmm. if I think about ballet, I think of a man in ballet as strong, stoic, and lifting, mm-hmm. right? I rarely, I, I've had the the pleasure now. I think in the last couple years, we've seen movement, right, mm-hmm. where I've gone to shows and the and the black man is just as dynamic and, and beautiful, or the man on stage. But oh, yeah. I'm specifically looking at the black man, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and they're moving the same, right? And it's not just it's still definitely a demonstration in strength mm-hmm. and I just feel like from when my mom put me in a tutu because all little girls need to go in a tutu right <laughs> um, from that to now yeah. it's just very different right yeah. it's a quiet silent strong role and you seem to me as I, I can't even imagine that right now I'm imagining lots of energy when yeah. you're moving so yeah. um, let's talk about that 
Ooh, that's a lot in there. I like, know. Where do I break I, it down I, from? I, I, break always. it all down. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's start with the representation. So mm-hmm. yeah, so my role as artistic director, when I started and I stopped dancing, when I started into the other side of it, which is the artistic side and running things basically, I was like. Right. Running things. <laughs> I said running things. Yeah, when I started like running things, because you have to think about this also. Let me just put context out there. There are roughly about 150 ballet companies in America. Three of them are run by black people. Wow. Mm. Three? Three. Wow. I'm one of three. There's 150 <laughs> of them and three? Roughly around 150 ballet companies. You and There's two others. probably more. And me and two others are the only black people start who are running ballet companies not formed or founded by a black person so not like dance theater of harlem which was founded by a black person you know so it's only three of us okay so it is important for me to make sure that i am doing the things that i needed for myself which was representation having diversity and giving chances to voices that are less heard of so that includes like my mission here at madison ballet has been to really be inclusive as possible and hire and bring in female choreographers a lot because they're still underrepresented in the ballet field which is crazy because when you think of ballet you think of women but men white men have predominantly been running it Mm. women yeah there's not many women directors there are way more now than there ever was um, but you would just think that there would be more female choreographers, but there's not. It's still a lack of diversity in that sense. And then my second biggest thing is to make sure that women of color, men of color, black people are allowed to have an opportunity to express themselves through ballet as well. So we've been we've been doing that. Would you say that the outlook, right, from when when young you first encountered this first man to now, um, what would you say that that trajectory has looked like? What is what are we looking at still when we think Mm. about diversity within? We still got a long way to go. Yeah. (laughs) When you look at American Ballet Theater with Misty Copeland, she's the first black female principal ballerina for that company, and they've been around for ninety years. Mm. And she's still the mind. only one. And that always blows my mind when we celebrate the first black anything. Like a couple years ago, yeah, Beyonce was the, the first, first something. And I was just yeah. like, how is this? Right. Right. It's hard to celebrate right. when you're like, how in the world is that possible? Exactly. Yeah. And shout out still, like, right? It still doesn't take away that's a phenomenal. Uh, it's even more so because we know the challenge upon challenge upon challenge yeah. to get to that space. Um, that's I, why I love when, when in her Coachella when she was like, you know, thank you for having me as the first black female headliner. Right. Ain't that a, you right. know. Exactly. I was like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. My whole thing is like, our community, the ballet community, they run around praising these some of these companies for doing the work that they can actually afford to do. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Madison, Wisconsin, this little small ballet company mm-hmm. here with a very small budget in comparison to their $90, $100 million budget. And I'm able to have a fully diverse company. Mm-hmm. I have people from Italy. I have people from uh, the Philippines. I have African-American dancers. I have white dancers. I have uh, Spanish-speaking dancers. I have people from India, China, Japan. My company is like the UN. We're, inter- you know, yeah. everybody. Yeah. If you can dance, come on. I'm yeah. ready for you. So you know, it's similar to what they say about having black teachers, black folks in leadership, it's it's better for the whole organization. Mm-hmm. Like We tend to look at it like it's just this monolithic idea yeah. of black excellence and leadership, but the reality is we come in with a focus of diversity, yeah. and we don't just stop with our people. Of course yeah. we, and the best ideals, right? Mm-hmm. The best versions of ourselves, we uplift our, our, our own people. Exactly. And what you just said, he said he has the, the United Nations. Mm-hmm. So 
how do we bring our local culture and I think also just like general pop black culture, mm-hmm. right, into um, connecting to ballet? Because I don't know that going into ballet for a black boy is still something oh, that yeah. we all uplift, oh, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know that that's something that um, if the young man in such and such family says it, it'll be encouraged yeah. in every household, right? Yeah. Because we have all these other crazy ideas that go along with it. We get into some cultural ideas. Yeah, yeah that's like how far you want to well, go. And also, welcome, Lolo Latour. <laughs> Hi, welcome. Hey, how you doing? Hello. I'm honored to be sitting with oh, you. Oh, right thank now. you. Um, Actually, in regards to what you're saying, Black Boy Production, yeah, um, it's huge in New York. Mm-hmm. It is something that um, is a staple. Actually, so two of my children, my youngest, they wrestle. Mm. Um, little black girl, little black boy. Mm-hmm. When I asked my father, what should I do to train them? He said, put them in ballet. Mm. You right. want them to get strong. You mm-hmm. want them to have control. You want them to be disciplined put them in ballet mm-hmm. um and i think it's something that isn't widely known that it, it my father is black as cicely tyson <laughs> so um for us it was it's never been a stigma mm. of, of not being in the arts mm-hmm. I, it's revolutionary for black folks to do anything in the arts um and so i think that just with even starting Black Boy Production, it, it brought the conversation to the table. Mm-hmm. It's something that's in your face now that you can't. Yeah, New York it's undeniable. No, but it, it, it relates because um, to kind of tie into your question, uh, what is his name? Stephen Marbury, oh. basketball player. Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury. Yep. He used to play with the Cavs. Yep. Yep. I used to take ballet with him. Okay. So that's how, like breaking that stigmatization that stigmatization uh, that yeah. this is uh something that well, first I, oh god i don't even know how what road i should go down thinking that it's going to make you something that you're not mm. i'll just keep it like there that. you go that, that was that was not, a great yes yeah. mm-hmm. that is not a, in any way shape mm-hmm. form sh- possible it is insanity it's mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like i'm like if that's the case i mean my father took me to the most huh. masculine things in the world when i was a kid and i am the biggest queer fairy you've ever seen in your life <laughs> not really but you know what i'm saying like that doesn't and that's uh, you know i mean my, let me not sugarcoat it my family was not into the ballet mm-hmm. let me put that out there mm-hmm. and it wasn't because of any kind of like um fear of me being queer or anything like that because they actually knew before i knew and they didn't care they did not care about that i had the easiest coming out day ever i didn't even need to do it <laughs> it was quite crazy i was ready to come out and my grandmother was like we already know i had that with a friend i promise you i had that happen with a friend pretty much i told my friend baby i'm glad you finally felt yeah. like you could tell us she was like right? baby sit on down <laughs> you're not going on a date with charlie i was like okay but my family doesn't come from the artist background so they're thing was you're not gonna make no money mm-hmm. and we ain't taking care mm-hmm. of your black butt mm-hmm. that's literally what they told me they were like you're gonna go to school you're gonna become a lawyer and you're gonna make some money to take care of yourself because you ain't getting no free ride over here and i was like okay whatever i mean it was it was a fight yeah it was a fight i was put on punishment every other day because i would come home late from ballet and they were like stop going and, and i was like nope yeah. i'm still going <laughs> Now, of course, they're my biggest cheerleaders, and everybody's like, "Oh, can I get tickets? I'm flying right, out." Right. To now you got the plug. Like, now mm-hmm. he's the plug. Okay. I'm like, "Oh, now y'all want to come?" <laughs> you know no how people do it. Right. They got Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like just breaking that stigma that this is something that it's not. Because the one thing I will never forget learning from Arthur Mitchell was he said when we walked into that 
amazing building to learn ballet. He's like, half of y'all will not become dancers, mm. but all of you will walk out of this building and have a pride and an esteem and a dignity about yourself. Mm. So when you walk into the bank, they're gonna hire you. When you walk into the Congress, they're gonna yeah. vote you in. Right. He was like, I guarantee you that. So I was another I moment live we need that. the button, the bing, 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 cause that, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, we gotta, no, we don't like the bill. <laughs> we gotta work out a <laughs> <laughs> John, work on some sound effects for us. We okay, was, we got we some gunshots <laughs> early Tuesday no, morning. No, put some sirens. Here we go. I want this to we feel like a walking in New York. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what I'm working with. Oh, I love it. No, I love, I love it. it. I love it. This is good energy. Can I, can uh, I ask a quick sure. question really quick? Yeah. Because, so it sounds like there is also like a split personality in the fact that you grew up as a dancer, right? Mm -hmm. And then now you're on the production side. Mm -hmm. So me being a, a comedian, but also producing comedy shows, there's a dual mind state because it's like, what do I do for myself, for my craft? How do I keep it going? How do I mm -hmm. encourage other people? But also in the same time, it's like, how do I make a, a great show? And then mm -hmm. because there are, you know, systematic racism is real. So mm -hmm. you as a young black boy doing ballet and, you know, and, and what that looks like. And then when you go to now on the production side, like you said, there's three, you're, you're three out of, out of 150. Plus, yeah. So what's, what's that dual mind look like on the production side as well as a dancer side for you? Mm, well, I don't dance anymore. Thank goodness. I'm too old for that. <laughs> How long have you been done dancing? Uh, I stopped stop? in 2013. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, I had emotional, I, wasn't it? No, it really wasn't. I had because because again, you got to think only about 21. He was. Good. Oh, please! I was way past 21. <laughs> when I tell people how old I am, they're like, "What?" But it's like I had no expectations when I started into this, and so that's the other thing. Like just getting voices like mine out there. But I had no expectations beyond just trying to get into a ballet company when I started this. Because like I said, I saw that there was one person that looked like me, but I still was like, okay, this is gonna be a struggle. So I remember when I was like maybe 14 or 15, I wrote down like goals and objectives, you know? Um, and it was like to dance here, to do this, to do that. And every single one of them came true. I, I mean, this is what I mean about- nice. How long was that list? How long was that list? It was it was long. Nice. I mean, because nice. I had dance magazines piled up, and mm -hmm. I started putting nice. down names of choreographers and countries I want to visit, and da 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 da. And this is the thing for me that I always tell people: like, ballet was not just this thing. It saved my life. Like, mm. it took me from the hood to dancing in um uh paris to dancing in madrid to dancing all over the world yeah. and i didn't pay for it. i've been all over the world and i've never paid for it wow. you know nice. from ballet nice. this little black boy <laughs> yes. doing ballet but um to get back to your your question um when i when i flipped over to the other side it was kind of easy for me because it was just like okay now you just you got the the opportunity to do everything that you wanted and mm -hmm. you needed as a kid mm -hmm. and you need it as a professional. Mm -hmm. um, and now you also have at your accessibility dancers to still create, because I, I choreograph. Right. So I choreograph a lot of the works. So I utilize all the things that are around me. So it's kind of like, you know, I think the biggest mind flip for me um, and moving here was just that it's a completely different culture. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, sir. Yeah. Oh yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So you hear the deep moans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it just just for dance culture, like oh, it's, yes, it's not a dance educated city yet. It's getting there, or I'm trying to get it there. You're bringing, but it. yeah. it's it's different. So it's a, like that's that's been more of my flip the headspace. Like, how do I 
bring what I know into this and do baby steps to change it and to educate and to bring along, but it's um it's a it's a slow process. So something I just drew a parallel. A couple months ago, we had a guest, um, Papa Covina, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And he's uh, leads an organization here called the Hitters Collective, mm. Street Dance. Mm-hmm. And what you just said, it brought back some of the things he was saying. And he was also talking about the lack of culture here. But he also was pointing to phenomenal connections and activities that he's had in mm-hmm. dance from also yeah. very young. I think dude was like him and yeah. his dance crew were on some national show yeah. at like 13 or something. Yeah. I might be saying 13 because of you. But, <laughs> right? But, but right? So it's like, yes, locally we are lacking and we're, we have this access mm-hmm. to, to phenomenal leaders in this in this space right mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah Thank i was you. gonna go, i was gonna go past <laughs> that but i'm gonna be humble because i'm catching your humble vibe madison is 20 square miles Man. surrounded by reality though and Right. right, right, right. I love that. <laughs> don't don't get the artistic folks going in here. Speaking of which, we've got a longtime friend of the show, our people Chikari on the line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. this is a young lady who is phenomenally talented as well, brings all the great energy. We love to have Chikari around. Her and I are partnering together to do an open mic every Thursday, oh, nice. every third Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so my guess is one, she's probably going to remind folks to come out to that, but I bet you you've got her pretty excited. Chikari, you want to join us on the line and say hello? Good morning. Come in good singing. Morning. Okay, yeah. Good morning, Mama. Enchantress. <laughs> I love you. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing today? Good, good morning. morning. Better not that somebody sung to me this morning. I, you know, I was listening to you talk about ballet, and my kids in my class yesterday was all the rave about ballet yesterday. Hmm. So I yeah. had ballet music just playing the whole day. It was wild. But awesome. I did. I called to tell everybody in the studio and out of the studio, any listening ears, that in two days, I mean two days from now, we have yeah. an open mic called the Cool Cats Collab Club Thursday night open mic. And it starts at 7, ends at 10. It's going to be a super vibe. So if that's interesting to you, you should definitely come on down to 917 East Mifflin Street, and it'll be a treat. And, and, and were you suggesting that our current guest would enjoy coming and seeing this event was that a yeah. uh, invitation <laughs> it, it was absolutely thank you I'll, I'll put a little bit more sauce on, on her name Where, wasn't you just recently nominated kind of top five in the uh madison black chamber, black chamber yes. of commerce yes. enchanting entertainers Ooh. right mm. yes i was yes i was congratulations I about this yesterday thank you congratulations. congratulations did you call up and have a question for our guest I actually haven't heard the uh, heard the radio today, but I saw that Rossi was on live, so I was yeah, like, yeah, let me yeah, call. Yeah, 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 I'm but here. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. What yeah. What would you suggest for like younger younger males if they're wanting to do something like ballet, something that maybe everybody may try to shy them away from? Because I know that there's a lots of boys in my class yesterday who were all the rave about it, and, mm. but like I feel like I had to stop the music when their parents came or something like that. So like, How old are the kids in your class? So even though you weren't listening, you're right on topic. We were literally just talking about this, so mm-hmm. way to stay tuned in uh, with us. You aligned with us. So let's. I'm going to let you answer that question. Though. Wait, you said how... How old are the kids in your class, Shikari? Uh, my kids are four. They're four okay. years old. Okay, I just wanted to get it. Okay. Um, my, my biggest thing that I tell people, especially from our community, is 
expose your children to everything. Yep. Everything. I mean, I have made it a mission to make sure that our tickets are affordable. So this Thursday we open, their tickets are $20. Next Thursday, they're $20. So yeah. we spend more than that at Starbucks. We spend yes. more than that yeah. on frivolous things that I can just go on a list about. But I just try to tell people to just expose your kids to everything because you never know what is going to spark their interest, what is going to spark their imagination, their creativity. And you, like, that's why I was just giving that story about like, I've been all over the world thanks to ballet. I graduated mm-hmm. college because of ballet, full scholarship, didn't pay a dime for anything. Nice. And that was all because of ballet. I, I couldn't afford to go to college. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Out of seven? No, no, no. That wasn't even a, a thought process for me. So uh, it's just about exposure and try to find organizations like what I'm doing at Madison Ballet where we have black men that they can see on stage. So they'll see a representation of themselves. They'll see myself as the leader of this company um, as a yeah. black man, you know, running yeah. this this company. It's that Say kind that of again. stuff. Say that again. Say as that a again. black man running this ballet company. Yeah. You know, so it's just that. In this it's, Caucasian uh, city. Uh, <laughs> the countless Caucasians in this city. But yeah. I would also say that there's a, a moment of revelation there as well because you as the adult, artistic, open, diverse, felt a way culturally to turn the music off when their parents walked in the room. And so taking that moment to examine in ourselves as adults the story that we are narrating, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because for those black boys in the class who were finding joy in that music, while they didn't make the connection, if every week you do the same thing and quickly turn off the music before their parents come in, they're gonna pick up on the conflict, right? Mm-hmm. And so as adults, how do we like carry the, right. the torch to to change that, to change that narrative within our culture, to make this uh, uh, non-gender identity-based, non-judgmental, right? Like, when do we make space for black boy joy to be exactly mm-hmm. black boy joy without these boxes? We're like, you could be happy if you go do this thing because right. this is what black boys do. Like, we gotta stop creating that narrative. Yeah, one of the things that they tune in key to me, like we got hip hop, we got yeah. all the R and B, all kind of other stuff, and I think to think about ballet also as as not only as an art but as an education, like you said, the forms of discipline that you have, mm-hmm. the demeanor mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But also, you said it took mm-hmm. you got you got a free ride to school. I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all stop the hip hop. Let's do more ballet. We can get to school. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. Put the rapping. Put the guns down. Let's come yeah. on, somebody jump mm-hmm. up, please. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And that's that's the thing. Like I have I have because I had a company in New York called Ballet Boy Productions and. I have guys in there that have now gone. On. One of my one of my guys, he just he started a, a underwear line, um, maybe three years ago. It's now like a ten million dollar company. Mm. He don't dance awesome. no more, he, but that right. was yeah. the path. I that, bet he don't. He said like, he don't dance no more. I'm good. You know, started an underwear line. But I have another dancer who just became like one of the first black people in the Senate or something like that, Ooh. and I was just like. Wow. This is what I'm talking about. Like, it's not just like everybody's, like I said, everybody's not going to become a dancer. Everybody's not going to stay in this field. But these people, it's, it's that discipline and that, that just self entitlement, mm-hmm. not entitlement, but self encouragement that they learn mm-hmm. from being in a studio with mm-hmm. a bunch of people who don't look like them and learning how to rise above that to be something greater than themselves. You yeah. know, that's the thing that I learned. Like, I, I ain't gonna go there. You keep saying discipline. That's crazy. Go there. I want to take one pause because I don't want the time to run it. We run out of our hour all the time because we always get blessed with phenomenal guests. (laughs) But 
let's give the people the details. So you said there's op- it's opening on Thursday. Yeah. So name of the show. What is it about? What can we expect? How do we connect with you or find the information? Like how do we follow up on this yeah. interview? The best way to stay connected with what's going on in Madison Ballet is uh, Instagram. We have it's Madison Ballet. Mm-hmm. Simple. Um, we do have a program opening this Thursday uh, called Love. And it's an amazing program that's filled with uh, work from a Spanish-speaking choreographer, a Latinx choreographer, who's an amazing award-winning choreographer who has been all over the world. Uh, She's from Chicago, and uh, her name is Stephanie Martinez, and she just got here on Saturday, this past Saturday, and worked with our company. It was just phenomenal to watch, and I just fell in love with this ballet. I just think it's so powerful and so beautiful, and it's just wonderful to have that um, Spanish-speaking culture and that diversity and from that perspective in our organization um so her ballet is like the highlight for me of the of the program but there's many many ballets on the program uh there's no story you have to follow you simply come observe take in give back have a moment and i think most people will walk away with something but they just have to do it but it's definitely opening friday uh, thursday um it runs for two weekends thursday through sunday um, we have an out night celebrating the LGBTQIA plus community on Friday. That's going to be a completely different program of works that I created just to celebrate that love is love. And, and that's this Friday. That's this Friday. That's a one night only performance like Dream Girls. One night only. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's on Friday. And then the program just continues for two weekends. And, you know, I'm really hoping that people come out. So, like I said, the best way to keep up to date with what's going on is through the Instagram page. We have a website, of course, but Instagram because everybody's on Instagram. So. All right. Yeah, and $20, like I said, this Thursday, next Thursday, is pay what you wish. You can pay more if you like, but at least it's $20 as a base. But generally, the tickets are only $45. And what time this Thursday? 7 o'clock. Okay. 7, 7, 7, and then 2 p.m. on Sunday. And where is this at again? At Overture Center for the Performing Arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the Overture Center. On State Street. You did the production uh, for Colored Girls, considering yes. suicide. Um, With my best friend Camille A. Brown. Yes. Phenomenal crime. Yes, it w- and it was a phenomenal show. Did you see? Yes. Oh, I was sh- able to. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was a blessing. I. I just, I mean, even just sitting here watching you, I'm getting emotional. Um, I I finally sat down and watched the Shay Shay Club Shay Shay Monique mm-hmm. um, interview, and something you said resonated. Well, that she said that she was a little girl and she saw Oprah on the TV. Mm-hmm. And here's this bigger woman with big feet and big shoulders and a big mm-hmm. head, and she's black <laughs> like me. Mm-hmm. And he asked, you know, did that, you know, help you to fulfill your dreams? And she said, no, mm-hmm. but it gave me the push I needed. Yeah. I was always going to be exactly who I am. Yeah. Um, but to see somebody else in that space allowed my mind to say, Okay, so there is the it is openings for me. It yeah. is possible, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and it's just you are really pivotal in our city. Um, it's something that we don't have. We have one, really one dancer who does a lot of work, and it's m- mostly youth work. Um, mm-hmm. Clyde Mayberry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was lucky enough to go to high school with him and watch him fight mm. for space mm-hmm. in this community to dance and be himself and to open the doors for children uh, specifically black and brown children he has a studio over on the west side i believe now and offers scholarship programs for young boys who want to come dance young girls who want to come dance and it's just 
I'm suggesting that he's gonna get his uh, studio together and come see your show Thursday. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good dope. Yeah, it would be. You better it add Papa be. Cobina in there. You said one dancer that Papa gonna take gonna take nice. Right, right. She's kicking out. I should say in the LGBTQ space. Yeah. Usually it's Antoine that I gotta give the number out for. Yeah, yeah. Usually Antoine says things that I go and if you. Papa Cobina don't come for me, dog. You know I love you. Nah, nah. I want to expand on how do we best leverage, connect, and utilize you while we have you here in town. I know. How do we do it? (laughs) You've got in this space other entrepreneurs, other artists, and community organizers, right? There's a a, just in this room. Yeah. Obviously, that network expands. How do we? plug into you and pull you into us so that we can monopolize and leverage am, you being here with us. I am open, available, mm-hmm. anything. Cause, cause like I said, I, I want to make sure I'm new here. I've only been here a year, eight months. Now it's nine hours and 42 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all wonder why I like the trip. Okay. So I've been here a short amount of time, so I haven't fully integrated into all of the communities. So that's why I was like, I, I go to everything. I, I went to, um, what was it they had this summer downtown? I randomly walked in. Madlet. Madlet. I went to that, and like I've been just so going to our So both of these two have like, graced that stage. Have you hosted yes. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. here has been on yeah. except for me. I, they don't. I don't get on stages. Oh. I, 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 I'm, in the, I'm a background lady. I love well, it. Well, I get you on stage. Simmons. No, no, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you can moderate one of our talkbacks. Oh, because okay. we do have a talkback Thursday. That you could get. That you could get yeah, from me, lady. Please, please. I keep threatening them that I'm going to rap at one of these open mics. No, no. He don't believe he sees the hatred. I'm with you. I, I got your back. Go no. Antoine just likes to see me act Right, exactly. Yeah. He just likes to see me. But That's your problem. We're not going to go there. Yeah. Though. They, you see how I'm they do they girl, though. People. But you know, you know it's, it's that key word. It's allies. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really what it is because we're all tapped into different communities. And for me, I don't discriminate between a rap community or a comedy community or uh, the fine arts community or the political community. I'm like, we're a community because, like, my work my, as a choreographer is based in the human experience. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm interested in. It's not deep. It's not. Well I said. mean, it is deep, yeah. but it's not like Swan Lake where you have to imagine this woman as a, a bird and then she's <laughs> killing herself because the man. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. It's lovely, and I love to do it and see it. But I'm interested in the human experiences. How do we connect? I just created a, a male duet that's being performed on the Friday show only for one night only Um, and I had a hard time with not a hard time but I had a hard role with one of my dancers he's Italian and he's machismo Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I said you can't look at the other guy as like this is like a gay thing or something I was like this has nothing to do with that this is about humanity this is your brother Mm -hmm. you're his brother I just watched Maya Angelou uh, Angelou the other day and I love when she says I'm talking about romance. <laughs> Come here, sister. Let me hug your neck. Yeah. Come here, brother. Let me give you a hug. I was like, we're talking about humanity here. That has no sexuality. Yeah, yeah. That's right. mm-hmm. How do you lift him up? That's right. How do you help each other? That's yeah. the deeper message for me. Yeah, and that's what our shows are about. And let me tell you, as someone who has zero technical knowledge and is just a spectator, I was uh, 
able to go check out a show in Dallas uh, a couple years ago that had a male duet, and I cried. Mm -hmm. I literally had a tear. It was beautiful. It was masculine. It was powerful. It was love. Mm -hmm. It was gorgeous. I've never stayed after a show and like been the fan. To I I definitely took pictures and had a conversation with both young men Mm -hmm. because I was so moved. It was all a beautiful production. It was gorgeous pageantry, everything, but that male yeah. duet is, is stick like even now I feel like a right were they two black guys yeah, yeah. That, it, was just, it was gorgeous if that I don't even know how to you. explain to you it, it oh, lifted to me the rest you. of that I, trip I it, it uplifted me it if, was yeah. beautiful if, brung, if that brought you to tears I'm like 260 I'm more pick me up pick me up I want to see her cry that's a different kind of tear come on cuz pick me up right now that's gonna make me cry pick me up right now come on That's I want to see her cry I don't know if I'm that strong Uplift me. John Minor <laughs> is a big uh, Mardi Gras guy. He is decked out back here. He's giving us all beads. We had to do nothing but show up. Don't get twisted. Wait, but he's got a song he wants to share with us. We're going to take a, a moment to share some music with y'all. It's uh, the Tuesday 8 o'clock buzz on WORT 89.9. Take us away, John. <laughs> wow, what's happening? It's your boy, Biggie Fret, 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 Big Frida, D1, and Galactic. Nola, baby. Let's do it. Oh yeah, you know I'm about to flow, D1 about to go off Man, you ain't from New Orleans if you never had a snowball And you ain't from New Orleans if you don't be dragging your baby You heard me, believe that one They gotta have soul around here, we don't feel it Cause it's the place where even white people got rhythm And you ain't from New Orleans if you can't finish this saying 1825, so all over the lawn, got all my girlfriends tattooed on my arm. My first wife, baby mama, at the same church. My boot thing love me cause put the turn first. They love it when I say babe, so I say babe. Next thing I know, shorty trying to have my baby. You say you think I'm crazy? I say I know you're crazy. You just met me and you're trying to have a boy, baby. Y'all better act like y'all know. Okay, John. John never disappoints with the music selection. Welcome back. It's the Tuesday 8 o'clock buzz. We've got the what? The two turned up Tuesday. Two turned up Tuesday. I'd be forgetting the two turned up, but we definitely be turned up in here. We are in house in studio with our fabulous guest, Ja Malik. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we've got a couple quick announcements from the crew. I'm going to pass it over to Lolo. She's got something to share. Hey y'all, uh, March 6th, this March 6th, we're going to be memorializing Tony Terrell Robinson Jr. at yeah. the McPike Skate Park. Um, I can't give too many details because we had a lot of sponsors to help with this project, but starting at 5 p.m., we can meet all at the skate park at McPike. Um, there's going to be a ceremony and a celebration. From there, we'll travel over to the house where he was murdered. And we'll do a moment of silence around 6.30. So I'm really hoping that my city will show up. Um, if you don't, then I won't speak to you anymore. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the mic. I don't know that I can follow that. Uh, no. <laughs> but we have so two announcements. February 22nd, the Madison Black Chamber 
um, has the sixth annual award ceremony. So if you can get your tickets, show up. There's a lot of phenomenal businesses that have been nominated and just trying to promote black businesses as well as black vendors as well. Um, February 24th, we have the Comedy and Poetry Jam. We have a phenomenal lineup. We also have your girl Brandy Grayson coming through. you like, I ain't seen Brandy do comedy. Well, you going to come see it now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome. I, I've seen it before. That's awesome. I, um, in, in person, in real life, just when she started. No, let me stop. Let me get off shorty. No, <laughs> no but she did some stand-up before, yep, too, some she, improv. Yeah, She's I, been doing it. She she did it before at the comedy club on stage. I kind of coached her, kind of threw that and nice. talked her through it. But also doing things with a predominantly predominantly yeah. black base is a lot of different, different type of comedy. So I'm just like, do, go crazy. Be yourself. But there to kind of help guide her through those experiences. The mentor, Antoine McNeil. That's dope. Even though that that was a deep dimension. You got a cool voice, huh? Sound like I said, I'm back to Unc again. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you got coming up? Uh February twenty third, Beloit, Wisconsin. Um Words Work Two. This is my second show I've ever done back home. Um the first one was last year, it was a resounding success, so we're going back home again. Yeah. It's Friday, February twenty third in Beloit at Tarina's Intimate Affairs. We rock and come out. If you and Beloit come out, or I don't like you no more. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all funny. So that's the new way to get people to your okay. show. Bully. Let me do that. <laughs> we gonna bully y'all to the entertainment. Man, so I'm gonna bring the folks not showing up. Come Madison. see me, or you gonna have to uh, see Thursday, me. We got a whole ballet production coming come, up. So yeah. where y'all at? Yeah, where y'all okay. at? Come see me, or you gonna have to see me when you see me. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Now they you see that y'all see this is the two turns up Tuesday. They up in here routed. No, but we're almost about. To close out so I want to one I want to send an action call is that better Mr. McNeil I got in trouble for saying calling out so it's mm, an action, action call, call. Like, yeah. I'm going to call for action so we heard this uh, that there's a production for the next how many weeks two weeks and that the tickets are very affordable at twenty dollars mm-hmm. and we know that there's plenty of folks in town who buy tables and bulk tickets and bring the crew out bring the families we just came through the holiday season where there was probably 20 million lives right. with people getting blessed so let's think about how we can get you all to come make some purchase of some tickets right mm-hmm. and then give them back out to the community so that we can introduce more mm-hmm. folks to the beauty and the discipline and the art and the culture and, and thank mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. right and support this man who is here with us because we want to keep them y'all y'all know how it is when we get the talent Mm -hmm. they get to the midwest and it gets the man just said it was culture shock we gotta (laughs) we gotta welcome him we gotta remind him where we lay because there there we have a thriving arts culture here i'm sorry we do it's coming we just don't know it some of y'all still at the crib not understanding that y'all ballet fans right yeah yeah yeah. all right now i'm gonna because like like i said when i went to mad lit i was like yeah Oh, exactly. It exists. <laughs> black folks here. Yeah. Yeah. Come to the comedy show that's and real. see what happens. Oh, that's oh, where I'm y'all yeah. come to the oh, comedy yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. You're now like, on the list. We're just going to invite you to things. Don't feel like pressure do. to come, but oh, whatever, come. you'll see the black folks. Like I said, I go that's out. We I will do. come. We're going we're gonna to bring you out. I think another call to action really quick instead of like organizations and, and anything else. Also a call to action for individuals. Yes. $20 is not yeah. much, you know, right now. It's even $10 if you're a student. Yeah. So so $10 if you're a student, student discount. Grab a ticket or two and give it to someone else even if you yep. don't go you, there's someone in middle school high school adult who, who deserves a night out a lot of times our people are like oh I don't know if I don't if I got a babysitter cut all the excuses buy the $20 thing and give it to somebody else who will greatly appreciate it they yep. need a night out so it yeah. doesn't have to be big business and yeah. I'm calling out the allies 
because this is important for our culture here oh, in it's Madison. Oh, it's a call-out now. Oh, yeah, yeah it is. It it's is. a call-out show. I like and it. And <laughs> this is important for our culture here in Madison. Yeah. All around. So, yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I'm so excited to get connected. You won't get rid of us now. I hope not. No. You've got friends. You've got, <laughs> you've got crew here. Last words for the audience. Yeah, just come to the shows. Okay. <laughs> it is Thursday, 7 p.m. Friday, 7 p.m. Saturday, 7 p.m. Uh-huh. Sunday, 2 p.m. It's uh-huh. featuring works by Aaliyah Cachet, a beautiful uh-huh. dancer from the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater, Second Company, and now rehearsal director and on Broadway and The Lion King. Mm. Uh, Stephanie Martinez, a Spanish-speaking choreographer, award-winning from Chicago. Uh, a young black man named John Malik has works yes. on the program Come that on, talk man. about the human experience experience yes. uh, we have our rehearsal director Richard Walters who is a brilliant choreographer and I have 21 amazing artists that Ooh. need to be seen and this culture and this art form yeah. deserves to be in Madison and it's not just for a one particular kind of people it is truly for everybody at least under my watch and yeah. as long as I'm able to breathe and walk on this earth I'm gonna make sure it's for everyone so Making I black history you. every day. Thank you yeah. very much. Get it at um, madisonballet.org or on our Instagram right. page at Madison Ballet. So I can't make it this week, but I'm coming out next week. This We're going to organize yeah. a group. We're going to come out. We're going to cheer. We'll be there. Okay. And, and, and get to me about the moderator. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. Not that. just for this show. Anything yeah. I can do to get connected. Uh, so thank you so much. It's thank been you for a pleasure. Me. I appreciate it. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and again, it's thank you for tuning in with us. It's been the Tuesday 8 o'clock buzz. Uh, this is Tia the Plug. La 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 She loves saying that. <laughs> Antoine McNeil. Our, our more in the building. He's a hater because, you know, I ain't had a name for half a and year. John Malik. <laughs> John Malik. Artistic right. director of Madison Ballet, by the way. <laughs> Boom. Because yeah. y'all don't sleep say on the fact that he said when I went from dancing to running things. Artistic director of Madison Ballet. That's big. Take us yeah. away. Yeah. Uh. Dynamic duo, it's Gerald and Snoop It's Kobe Shaq 2002, going throw me the oop He told me pull up to the stew, I'll be there in the coop Man, it's a bowl of gumbo, we just preparing the soup Yeah, I bridge the gap, bro, this is the West It's only right that greatness happen when bosses connect I do it all for respect, you do it all for the check And when I need something from Unc, I call him direct Yeah, so come together over me You reach locally, I'm focused on globally John Lennon lenses, see the world how it's supposed to be Speak to the youth, but got the OG coaching me. Uh, I'm in Dubai slapping this in a phantom. I know it might seem like it is, but look, this isn't random. When I was 12, we used to hotbox and listen to Calvin. And every single walk of life, bro, I keep it a thousand. Now's the time for all good yeah. men to get together with one another. Iron out the problems and iron out the cord and try to live as brothers. Try to find peace within without stepping on one another And do respect the women of the world Remember we all had mothers We gotta make this land a better land In the world in which we live And help each man be a better man With the kindness that you give You've been listening to Tuesday 8 o'clock buzz WRT 89.9 FM Madison. Coming up next, three hours of folk music with Brian Hirsch and one fine morning right after the insurgent radio kiosk.